everybody, it's Thomas Howard, a.k.a. DJ Doc, and I want to welcome you to Straight Talk. You know that uh, we started a new segment here on Straight Talk, and it was for uh, 2023. Our goal here 2023 is to connect you with businesses to know. And one of the businesses that we're going to be speaking with today, the founder, CEO, and president, Mr. Maurice Williams of Always Ready. Maurice, how you doing? Everybody, help me welcome Maurice to the show. Hey, Maurice, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Doc. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having us on board. Oh, no problem. No problem. So one of the... <laughs> Y'all hear my dogs in the background. They know I got my Rocky and Siri. Those are our rock pups. They must have somebody. Hold on a second, y'all. Hold on. Sorry about that, y'all. Had to let them know. All right, it's okay. I'm cool. I'm safe. I'm safe. (laughs) (laughs) So, Maurice, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much again. Uh, my name is Maurice Williams. I'm the CEO, president, and founder of Always Ready of Southern California, and we do business as Always Ready. Uh, I'm a 20-year Navy veteran. Uh, I served yeah. 20 years and three months. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, you know how it is, and you, and you being my Navy brother even makes it even sweeter. That's right. That is a beautiful thing. Yes, sir. So I, I am a retired IT chief, so I did all the techie stuff and got burned out and decided to change my path when I was in Haiti in 2010 and seeing the disparities that were going on. And I wanted to serve the people more than the peripheral. So in that, I got a uh, human services degree from University of Phoenix, as well as my uh, master's degree in uh, business administration in order to help the folks that were underserved in our communities. Okay. So I'm very happy to be part of that. And we've been doing it for, I, th- I believe, the past uh, seven years. So now with Always Ready, I want you to tell us a little bit about what you actually do. Excellent. So what we do at Always Ready is we major in workforce development. Um, our mission is to serve underserved men who are unemployed or underemployed. With that, we also help uh, ladies on case-by-case basis, what they need with regards to workforce development from cradle to grave. We provide gently used clothing uh, to those who have confirmed job interviews. Uh, another thing that we do is peer-to-peer mentoring, personal development, as well as uh, working on one's soft skills. We major in working with veterans, underserved, uh, not just underserved, veterans, uh, homeless, and unsheltered. Okay. Okay. So I, I wanted to definitely make sure that everyone understood what the goal is for Always Ready and understand that you're there not just for the veterans, but you will help those in need. Definitely. Definitely. And that's why we, we try to do that coverage with regards to saying underserved communities. So we're, we're, we uh, major in doing wraparound services. So what I'm saying is from Northeast, South, and West, that's how we work. Mm-hmm. We're not just in one city. We're in all the cities. Right. Now, one of the things I know that you, you talked about, but I want you to deep, get a little bit deeper as to why you're doing this. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, uh, 
I've never really asked that question, so I'm glad that you you brought that up. Uh, the reason why we're doing this is uh, point blank. I, as well as uh, the co-founder who who's passed away, Terrence L. Lee, we saw similar obstacles with regards to gaining employment. So what do I mean? When I retired in 2013 from our beloved U.S. Navy, I I had a clue, but not a clue at all because we were such a unit when I was in the military and as well as Terrence with the works that he was doing is that when you, we came into some foreign land, i.e. the job market, it had no clue. Right. I had no clue about where to go, how to get there, and how to sustain. Right. So I, I went to several uh, organizations and I was asking for help. One, they were just majoring if you were justice impacted. And I did 20 years, three months in the military, so I had no idea what they were talking about. The second one was if I wasn't a female, um, they couldn't do anything for me. I said, that's cool, but do you have any resources? Okay. Unlike a lot of those that major in just one, we also have resources for the other. So that's why I said we also work with women on a case-by-case basis. So Terrence and I decided that uh, there was a hole in, in – the society where it has to do with majoring with helping men in San Diego County. And so we made it our, our life's work to do so. That's, that's fantastic because you know, what comes a lot of times is the need and you saw a need. And, and also I know that with myself, when I retired after 22 years, there was a space where I was like, okay, I've got to get a job. I'm, I'm, retired now and I have to find a job, but the ability of individuals to help you do that, couldn't find them. It was pretty much where I had to do it on my own. And thank goodness I started looking about a year before I retired. So I had some time, but a lot of times when individuals are are getting ready to retire, all they're thinking about is a retirement, but not how they work after retirement. Exactly. And you know, as well as I do and understand that when you retire from the military, you have a whole 30 days before you get a paycheck. Right. And then, you know, that made a difference. Although I have a two income household because my wife works, it still made a difference in, of course. in you know, your quality of life and those things. And also, uh, even with regards to uh, being a veteran and your service connected disabilities, those types of items, I mean, everything we were learning how to to build the plane while we were flying. Mm-hmm. So we want to take that, that hustle and bustle uh, and, and help someone who's trying to help themselves to become self-sufficient. And that's what the whole goal of the matter is. Right. Uh, everyone that, that is with Always Ready, we're all volunteer, all volunteer squad. And all of the proceeds that are raised or by, by way of donations, in-kind donations, go directly to the Always Ready participants. Now, the question I want to make sure that everyone understands is, is Always Ready a nonprofit? Yes, we are a tax-exempt 501c3 in good standing in the state of uh, California and the uh, Franchise Tax Board uh, as a nonprofit. Right now, we are self-sustained. So self-sustained means you are paying uh, for items, things of your own through your own uh, monetaries. 
Right. So the monies I get or I receive from my retirement, you know, we I dedicate it to Always Ready as well as uh, the committee that meets with us. Right. Now, and, and I think that's important because one of the things that individuals always look out, especially in this day and age, is, you know, somebody's trying to get over, you know. But I want everyone to know that Always Ready is legitimate nonprofit business, okay? It is a nonprofit, and working with them as a volunteer is ideal because you will get the benefits of knowing that you've been able to help some individuals, whether they're military or not, but you're there to assist, and that's what I love about Always Ready. And Maurice and I have talked about we're going to be teaming up to make sure the individuals know things that are needed, especially our veterans, we, we have a special place in our heart for, for our veterans. And uh, oh, definitely. We, we, yeah, we definitely agree on that. And I love the part when you were speaking about clothing for interviews and so forth. Touch on that a little bit more. Yes. So for those who are our participants or others that we've worked with, and I'm saying uh, other organizations, oftentimes they'll call us. And, and these are funded organizations, so I just want to make sure I make that clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are often in time call us either to act as a consultant for, uh, I don't want to say trouble client, but for clients that don't trust them, those who are non-veterans, because we, we speak the language. Right. Also for those who were homeless and justice impacted, and just for a, an extra caveat, I was all three before. So what we decided was someone or anyone could be all three. Just like, for example, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a grandfather, I'm a, I'm a great uncle, thus for, and so on. But going back to the clothing piece, right? It's, it's important to present oneself, uh, not, I don't want to say acceptable, but it's important for your presentation to not only for the one you're presenting yourself to, but also for yourself, because that builds uh, one's self-esteem. Right. And that's why we provide the gently used clothing or brand new clothing that's that's given to us through in-kind donations for one. But one thing that I decided that I uh, determined to do uh, in this this year is it's not just suits and ties, because there are also jobs that are carpenters where Warren could go in. Uh, with a nice polo shirt and some slacks or some khaki pants, right. nice shoes. You feel a certain way, you present yourself a certain way. Exactly. And also, not just with the, the clothing, we also have four barbers that are on our rolls right now. So they're not even getting paid. They they have decided that they will do it through a voucher program that we're developing mm-hmm. to cut one's hair and do the grooming. And now we've been, uh, we're going to start working with a dentist because some people – you know, feel a certain kind of way because their teeth are looking out of sorts, who has uh, stated that he will donate his time to fix one's teeth. Right. So we're, we're, we're moving in the direction that we're in, uh, not just with the clothing piece, but also the whole piece. And we want our desires for one to be whole before they are uh, reinventing the oneself. And, and I love that because, you know, the biggest thing is, you, you as well as myself know when you were in the military, you, you got that first uniform right out of boot camp, you felt mm-hmm. a different way, you know. Exactly. You, you may have had on some jeans, a T-shirt, because I went in two days after graduating high school. And when, wow. I get, 
Yeah, when I got that first uniform, I thought I, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't say it, but you know, I thought I was it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, so, yeah. so the whole thing of having some clothing so that you can present yourself in a way that, um, like you were saying, unfortunately, most people say is acceptable, but mm-hmm. it just gives you that, that good feeling and confidence to go out and yeah. seek that job. You know, we have to remember that not everybody has had an easy road. And a lot of times people are mistaken when they think about, oh, you were in the military, you you know, you're good to go. It isn't so. It isn't so, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Mm -hmm. I forgot the percentage. We had done a show a while ago, myself and uh, my my great buddy, I call my brother, Andreas Hobbs. He is one of San Diego's premier uh, realtors. And I say he is a, a veteran advocate. We, we had talked about the fact that there is so many homeless that are mm-hmm. prior military. They're veterans, yes. you know, and with, with just the homeless as well as the veterans that are homeless, giving them a peace of mind, letting it be known that you are somebody. So their state of mind is something that's important. So, so I love that piece of it with, you know, helping out with the clothing. And I love the fact that the barbers have volunteered their time to do that as well. Um, I definitely want to speak with all of them and, and, you know, speak to them on this and and get them on the podcast as well. Now, what other resources, because you talked before about resources that you did not see. What Mm -hmm. resources, what other resources do you have that assist them? So what we do also, we have peer-to-peer mentoring. So we match you up. Uh, with someone who is doing something that you would like to do. So I also I also look at it as being like an internship. Mm-hmm. And so say, for instance, Doc, like how you are doing a great job with your podcast, someone who wants to, who desires to do so, but not just because, oh, I, say, for instance, I want to be a millionaire, but I got to do millionaire type things. I just can't sit at home and just pray about it and not work on it. Right. So those who, and we, we basically play matchmaker with matching someone up with, with something that may be a, a good start for them. And how, how do we know that? We know that by the person's actions, not just by their words. And if we are able to match them up, well, basically like with a mentor, you know, which, which you would be facilitating. Right. We would do something like that. The personal development piece, right? There's people who are working, but honestly, they're just existing. Hey, you know, I, I, I may be working in the post office portion of the city or something like that, but I see myself working as a clerk. How do we get there? Well, through personal development. How? Because not everybody is one to be in the classroom or online on the computer. There are some people our hands on. So that's how we look at that piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then another thing is uh, we looked at it and I didn't put it in black and white, but like job shadowing, you know, we have partnerships with some who, who are, you know, senior, senior persons who are willing to volunteer their time at their workplace for someone to shadow them, to see what they're doing. Uh, and if that may be something that may be of interest. Uh, that also is with regards to our our uh, clients who are justice impacted. Uh, there are some things that they're able to do, and there's some things that they're not able to do. But the, here's the deal: this is what I plug into them every time I speak with them: is that you're able to do something. 
and it's not to just exist. Right. When I, when I spoke with you and I, and I, I recall this conversation, uh, doc that we had, and that was with regards to, it was a veteran who he uh, did two years in the, uh, Marines and he was an OTH or other than honorable discharge, which can change into an honorable discharge, uh, not getting his benefits. And also the other word was, yeah, I'm a veteran, but I'm also a felon. Mm-hmm. Be that as it may, you're a veteran, but you have experience. You see, this the changing in the in the the guard can also help someone. So, uh, what was supposed to be thirty minutes, doc, in the th- three hours, he and I was talking. Right. And in so much that his counselor left out of there, the supervisor and even the directors left out of there. And I, it just turned into a mentoring session. And he was uh, one to believe in himself. And that's what it's all about with the different services and things like that. Yes, it's to shoot one to, to uh, become uh, self-sufficient. But I, I'm just going to read to you our, our con- concise uh, mission statement. Please, please. It says the mission of... Always ready is to empower underserved men to achieve self-sufficiency by by providing peer support, personal development training, and personal professional attire in order. And this is what's the big caveat. This is the the big ticket item. In order to become productive citizens in their professional and personal lives. Uh, oftentimes, we see that domestic violence and things like that are incurred by by way of how a person feels about themselves. Be that as it may, a lot of internalization uh, becomes external external actions that happen to people. And if one is feeling that they are contributing, we also can knock on the head about recidivism and and slow that down. Uh, you know, but it's all a choice. Right. And right. we're here. We're here to help 100 percent. And, you know, the, the big thing that a lot of people don't understand is. Even with you being in the IT field, me being in the medical field, the mm-hmm. other experiences that come, not just from our actual jobs, but being in the military for that length of time, the experiences that you have are immeasurable. Exactly. You know, immeasurable, because not just do we do our jobs, but you're led to do other things as well. So yeah. what, what you have to learn is not just one thing. And that's something exactly. that... I always uh, talk with people that are looking for individuals to work. I'm like, you know what? You need to look at a veteran. Mm-hmm. One, the majority of your veterans know about being on time. Okay. That's something. Right. <laughs> right. What was it? If you were 15 minutes early, you were late. You know, that's right. So time, timeliness, making sure that you complete whatever task you were given. You know, and making Mm -hmm. sure that it was completed correctly. These are all things that our veterans have to offer. Now, one of the things I also love is the fact that uh, with my digital business card, I also have a link that was provided by Black Excellence. The owner of Black Excellence is um, Brian Scott, and he Mm -hmm. has a link that takes you to everything veteran. And I have that link on my digital business card because... There are things on there that let veterans know about the different forms they may need to complete uh, if they need to see about getting their disability, if they need to see about housing, if they need to see about anything dealing with veterans, that's there, you know. And I'll put that link into the details section as well along with uh, the link to contact you. But these are things that we want to make sure that all the veterans are aware of, 
you know. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to make sure we put that up in, in the, the details, like I said, and we'll continue to do that. I know that you and I have talked about doing some other things, and we are definitely going to be connecting so we can make sure that we move forward with this in a way that is unprecedented here in California. And we want to make sure that this gets national so people can get the assistance that's needed. It's needed. Oh, I would love it. But I, I want to put I want to put something on real quick, sure. uh, Doc, and that is uh, I am aware because generally, and I, I'm just, and I and I say this respectfully. I'm not going to mention what places it is because that's just cantankerous. But I am aware that there are a, a myriad of veteran services and things, and, and there are people that are doing a tremendous work. But there is a big ocean. And everyone could play in that same ocean. Oh, most and definitely. And they could do things similar, but, uh, but often there are, there are some different determinants to stuff. So d- please don't cornhole yourself just in the one, uh, one aspect of veteran services. There are a lot of out, out there. Shop around, you know, get the best bang for the service that you have committed to our country. And I also want to tell our our justice impacted brothers and sisters the same remains for yourself don't you know just dis, dis, discount yourself because of something happened you right. can still get other services that are out there that are dedicated to uh, uh, veterans and just as you spoke about our unsheltered brothers and sisters <clears throat> there are a lot of resources to get one off the street should they want to correct should they want to there are a lot and actually, sorry, the, uh, the the housing commission and everything else like that, there's different point systems to get one off the street to to help out even in a faster uh, fashion. So there are, there are things that's out there. Right, right. And, and I want to let people know, just as Maurice was saying, it's you, you, there's so much out there that can help. There's so many different organizations that are willing to help. Search them out, okay? Uh, I'd love it that you're able to find it through what we're going to present, but just search it out, okay? They're out there. And uh, if you ever have questions and so forth, my contact info will be in the details if you're listening to this. If you know someone that needs it, get it to them. Uh, I'm going to say it for Maurice as well. Contact ready, always ready. As needed, okay. I just added that little bit to it. Always ready, as needed. <laughs> wow, I love that. I love it. I love it. Um, reach out to them. Reach out to us, and we will point you in the right directions. Okay. If we don't know, we will find out. That's our pledge. All right. We're gonna let you know that. All right, Maurice. I want to thank you yeah. for being on with me today. Always ready is a business that people needed to know existed, and I know many do, but there are some that don't. And our goal, yes, sir. our goal here is to make sure that people are in the know with the different businesses that are out here and always ready is out there, folks. So, Maurice, you, you know, you and I will be talking here even more soon oh, and uh, collaborating and getting getting things together. But everyone, I want to yes, thank sir. you for listening to Straight Talk with DJ Doc. And we are on all of the major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Anchor. All right. Make sure you listen, subscribe, and share. 
All right, everyone, until next time, this is DJ Doc, a.k.a. Thomas Howard, with Straight Talk. All right, all right. Hello, everybody. It's Thomas Howard, a.k.a. DJ Doc. And we are here for Straight Talk. I'm glad you were able to join us. As I told you before, I am working on a segment called Businesses to Know. And I want you to know that our businesses are not just about where we are. As you know, we're in San Diego, California. But we talk to businesses all over the world. And we happen to be talking to a business uh, here in San Diego that is located in St. Louis. And this young man... uh, is owner of STL Mobile Notary Service, and I want you to help me welcome Mr. Stefan West to the show. Hey, Stefan, how you doing, man? I'm well. How are you, sir? I am good. I am good. So I got to ask you, tell us a little bit about Stefan. Hmm. Okay. Well, I am a business owner in St. Louis, Missouri. I've actually been a notary for six years. I went into business a couple years ago. And so I actually started the notary business during the uh, COVID pandemic. Mm -hmm. I was out of work and uh, I needed something to supplement my income. There was a brother online that was teaching, you know, selling this information. I purchased it, got a return on my investment within like the first three weeks, and I've been doing it ever since. Okay. All right. Now, with doing the notary, why is that important for people to know or use a notary? Well, I mean... There are a lot of different reasons you will need a notary. Uh, one of the main reasons a lot of people need notaries is when purchasing a home. Okay. Whenever you purchase a home, you need to uh, get your loan packet notarized. And then also to handle your affairs. Uh, another thing that COVID exposed was a lot of people got sick. And it, it also showed that a lot of people did not have uh, affairs in order until they got to the hospital because you might need a power of attorney, medical power of attorney, durable power of attorney, financial power of attorney, and you find yourself sick and you need someone to handle your business, you have to have this power of attorney and then you need a notary for that as Okay. Well. So a notary is someone that, that has um, authorization to sign saying that whatever you've done is legit, correct? Yes. They are an impartial witness to these signings, and they stamp uh, to prove that they were there and the person appeared before them. And that way, if it needs to go to litigation or anything like that, uh, the notary will have a record of that, and that will be in your favor because you got that notarized. Okay, okay. Now, with the time that you've been doing this, what are some of the things like you were talking about with COVID that people needed? I guess it was immediate. With with doing this, 
is there somewhere that they go to or do you go to them? How does that work? Okay. So I have a mobile notary service. Mm -hmm. So we go to wherever the client needs us. Okay. So of course that uh, is also part of the reason why mobile notaries are more costly than just going to a notary public with a brick and mortar. Gotcha. Gotcha. But the convenience of someone coming to you is, is infallible. It's, you can't beat it. Right. Especially in those times when our family member, our loved one is bedridden or they can't, they don't have transportation. So it, it is very convenient for people, especially in times when they need it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And I know I've utilized notaries before, especially when I bought my house as well. And for different uh, business ventures that I needed to have signed and done. So yeah, notaries are very important and people need to realize that they are available to do that. Now, the one thing I want to make sure everyone knows is that Stefan is located in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. So we'll have his info in the show details, but I don't think you're going to run out here to help, are you? No, we can't. <laughs> Unfortunately, when you can, uh, uh, you can only notarize documents in the state which you are commissioned. Gotcha. And unfortunately, I, I don't have a commission in California. Okay. Now, a question I've got, because uh, a friend of mine was a notary, and he was talking about the fact that nowadays they are doing notaries virtually. Is that correct? They are. They are. It's uh, it's called a. Remote online notarization, RON. Yes. And you basically appear uh, via Zoom or any other, they have other platforms depending on what state, what's acceptable. And uh, yeah, they appear virtually and you can notarize this, uh, the document virtually. So okay. COVID brought that on. Yeah. You know, COVID did a lot to, to make it to where you had to do things online. And it, it, it's easy, you know, and of course, we love things that are simple and easy, simple and easy. We definitely do. Yeah. So l tell us a little bit about the hours that you do the notary and so forth. So people in St. Louis, if they're trying to reach you, they know, you know, the time to do that. Okay. So we are actually available 24 hours a day and we typically get most of our businesses after banking hours so when banks close that's when we get our business because we're more of a convenience uh service because you know if you need to get these documents notarized during banking hours you can go directly to your notary if you're in a situation where you are mobile and you're not you know stuck in a hospital or something like that but mm -hmm. you can you know so for general notary work we like to let a lot of those uh, go to their banks and we typically get a lot of our business after banking hours. Okay. Okay. Now I know that you have a hobby that is turning into a journey. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Uh, the black wall street challenge. It is a internet challenge that created in, back in 2016 to help, uh, to help generate uh, more black business patronage and to actually inform people on where a lot of black businesses are, are located within our local areas. 
So, so explain to everybody how this is turning into a journey. Tell them exactly what you've been doing. Okay. So currently we've been in over 50 cities across the country. So we started our journey out in St. Louis, Missouri, and we've been pretty much from coast to coast and back. So we've been to, you know, as far as Florida, San Diego, we just were there a couple weeks ago, uh, DC, all across the Midwest and down South. And we basically, it started out as something we were just doing around locally. And then we just got on the road and just started to <clears throat> travel out and venture out in different cities. And now it's just almost become, you know, just like something that I just, I wouldn't call it an addiction, but you know, it's just something that I'm really passionate about. So now we just, you know, anytime I go out of town or to a different city, a new city I've never been to, I always love to seek out and find different black businesses and shop with them. So oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic. So just give us a, a few examples of, of what you found, found out there. Okay. So, uh, we have, I've, I've found that we have a lot of black women business owners. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is actually a statistic that you can actually look up to. And I actually saw this in my travels that we have a lot of, uh, black women that are handling their business. And uh, I've also found that different cities have different methods and ways of staying informed and staying connected for us black businesses. That's, that's been, that's been very interesting and intriguing to, to uh, go to these different cities and you see how some cities are more, in tune with each other. Like for instance, I go into a black business. A lot of times I get leads off of Facebook groups and other ways, checking the black chamber of commerce in different cities. But mm -hmm. I get one lead and I go to a black business. And once I shop with that black business, I always ask them if they know of any other black businesses that they could, that they could send me to. Okay. And in most situations, all everyone knows at least another black business, which is really good because when we first started, that was something we didn't hear a lot of. It just depends on the city, you know? Right. So uh, I was very shocked that when I went to San Diego, it was like that uh, I went to one business and he pointed me to another. I went to another. They pointed me to another. So it was kind of like a, a chain effect. It was really cool, actually. Right, right. And I know that here uh, we also share a lot of the different black businesses that are here on our platforms and whatnot. And there's quite a few groups that do that well here in San Diego. So I'm, I'm glad you were able to have a positive um, response here in San Diego. Kudos, Very San Diego. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It was a great. The well, people are so cool. And you guys got some of the best views. Oh, man. As they say, we pay for the weather and the views. So that is true. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Stefan, I want to thank you for being on with us. Um, Everybody that's listening, we're going to have the links to both the STL Mobile Notary Service as well as the YouTube channel for the Black Wall Street Challenge. And you can see some of the uh, black businesses he found throughout the United States. So, you know, once again, I want to say thank you, Stefan, for being here with us. 
And thank uh, you for having me. Oh, most definitely. And out to the world, I want to say thank you for joining us on Straight Talk. This has been Thomas Howard, DJ Doc. Peace, y'all. <laughs>